0: Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate
1: Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on Core Temp Arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute, are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. And for this episode, we are doing a new release, Star Wars, The Rise of the Skywalker, uh, episode nine. Uh, and I am Peter. And I'm Mariano.
0: And I'm Allegra.
1: Um, well, for anybody that's tuning in for the first time, uh, our, the way we do the new releases, we kind of talk about the movie, uh, non-spoiler. You know, I'll play a clip from the, from, from the movie, maybe a trailer or something, and then we'll get into details should you stay. Uh, and at that point, you know, we'll give you the opportunity to pause the episode if you don't want to hear any spoilers or anything like that. Um, so with this movie, I think it was highly anticipated. It kind of being the conclusion of, this particular trilogy. Uh, Allegra, let's start with you, but what is your initial thoughts of of this movie?
0: I really liked it. I wouldn't say that I loved it or um, that it was one of my faves, but I was definitely entertained. I thought there were some really intense moments, uh, moments that evoked a lot of emotion for me just because it kind of did some, like, pulling on heartstrings for nostalgia's sake um and then you know the the graphics or um special effects were beautiful just beautiful i always tend to go up for really good special effects as i think most people do i'm not anything special but uh, (laughs) but i thought it was really really um entertaining and i was glad that i went and saw it on the big screen
1: what about you
2: Mariana? um yeah i'm kind of similar to that i i don't I wouldn't necessarily put it in my top top Star Wars. It was good. It did finish the story, and and it's you know not just the this trilogy, but it it's finishing the whole damn thing. You know what I mean? Because I know I'm pretty sure George Lucas was one had a nine story arc. You know, nine different movie story arc, whatever. Anyway, so I I liked. There were definitely emotional moments, which is like if you're a Star Wars fan, that you know unless you have no more heart. Because you went to the dark side and you're done with the light, you should be able to have some feelings, you know. Uh, And definitely, there were some things that were a little choppy, and there were some questionable things to me, particularly maybe some character-driven stuff that was like, I was like, huh. But there's some stuff that actually made sense too. So it's kind of a jumble, I guess, but but not a bad one, you know, for me.
1: Okay. All right. Um. And before I get into my thoughts, there's a few things I, I guess I, I should also throw out. Uh, this isn't going to be like an in-depth review either, so if that's something you're looking for, this isn't it. Because um, there's going to be everybody's going to be reviewing this movie. Uh, so you know, if you have a favorite podcast, chances are they're going to be reviewing this movie. Um, this is just our thoughts, and I'll throw it out now. Uh, I'm actually a pretty casual Star Wars fan. I enjoy uh, a lot of these movies, and I find that there are things to like even in the ones that people really hate. So for me, watching this movie. I, I enjoyed it. I can't confidently say I loved it. I would watch it again. Would I watch it in the theater? Well, around this time, it, it's I don't have a whole lot of time to go watch movies in the theater. I was actually surprised I even watched this one, to be honest with you. But I think I liked it enough that I kind of wanted to talk, uh, talk to you guys about it. And maybe you guys can kind of fill in uh, some things for me. But I do... I do... Um, I do Love the character of Ray, Finn, Poe. I I, uh, I really enjoy these characters. Um, I felt like this movie, I don't know if there was, I don't know how to phrase it. I don't know if there was maybe some collateral damage, you know, from Rian or Ryan Johnson, however you want to pronounce it, you know, from the previous movie that I feel like. Um, JJ Abrams was maybe trying to correct or fix in this one because there was even one line I felt that there might have been some shade at the previous movie too. It, you know, uh, about a particular instrument, which we'll uh, talk about maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked it. I, I thought some parts maybe not shoehorned in some parts I felt were setting up for something later on, but I don't know. I, I felt there were some things that maybe we didn't, uh, really need. So, I guess that's something they call fan service. Like there were things that I felt were in here that were just thrown in here to satisfy some people because, I don't know, to kind of fill in some void that uh, I don't know. I don't know how to word it. But uh, overall, I enjoyed it. I would recommend it. I'll go watch in the theater. It, it is definitely a theatrical experience uh, to be had. So I, I don't know. I, I guess that's. Kind of of all there is to say, right? I mean, the story, Ray continues her journey to find out who she is.
2: Right. Right. She could have easily found out if she just did like a little, um, spin into a little tube and send it to ancestry.com. But obviously, (laughs) she didn't probably have enough money, you know, to be able to raise enough to do that. Somebody should could help. she could have gone to go fund me and find out well, what her roots were. I'm just saying they, they could we could have avoided a lot of bullshit.
1: The problem was ancestry, ancestry.com is in a different galaxy far far away. That's that's a problem. You know, and maybe she <laughs> couldn't light speed <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm trying I'm trying to uh, be the apologetic for the, for the movie here. Um Anything else, I guess we haven't mentioned it, we're also kind of going to take turns ranking the nine movies to kind of give you guys an idea whether or not you want to continue listening to our thoughts afterwards, uh, just based off of that. Because everybody, there's no solid list. You know, everybody has, um some people love movies that people just hate. You know, uh, we all have a mutual friend who loves the prequels more than the original three, you know, and and that's yeah, fine. Yeah, we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, I that's guess a I mean, that is fine. I mean, it is a fact. Yes, you're right. Yeah. It
0: is indeed a fact. <laughs>
1: um. Okay, so if nothing else, non-spoiler, I think we'll jump into the rankings before we take that break. Yeah? Yes. Sounds good. All right, Allegra, you sounded like you already had a list in mind, actually, and you're kind of coming in just a little bit later than us. Uh, So what do you have? Um, You can start nine going down or however you want to do it, I guess.
0: Okay, so... Um... I don't have my phone in front of me, so this is going to be all off of memory. So bear with me. Okay. <laughs> um, My number one movie, I-, I think, will always be Empire Strikes Back. Okay. That's episode five, I believe. Yes. And... I'll just briefly explain why, which is a lot of shit pops off on Empire Strikes Back. A lot of things happen to kind of lead us to to where we are now. Um, that will always be my favorite. I really get a lot of, we really get a lot of Han Solo um, in this moment being like kind of shining at certain moments. And I really love Harrison Ford. So I, I kind of, in some odd way ended up watching all of his movies growing up so or at least most of them um so that's always going to be my number one and a pretty close second is rogue one um rogue one kind of gave me the same emotional beats that empire strikes back gave me um well we're actually
1: not going to include that one because that's not part of that's that's a spinoff oh okay yeah so we're just gonna do the nine that's my number two okay oh Oh, well
0: (laughs) so to replace rogue one i would probably say um return of the jedi and then i would probably go oh gosh it's hard to even put those prequels in a lineup for me i have such a hard time with them and even with the rewatch i'm kind of like would you put uh, a new hope um i would put a new hope as number three Three? um and then four would probably be um revenge of the sith
1: oh okay Episode 3, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then it would go... Actually, you know what? Number 4 would probably be the one where we first get Force to Awake. meet Ray. Force Awakens. Yeah. Force, Awak- yeah. Force Awakens, mm-hmm. yeah. And then Revenge of the Sith. And then um, number 6 would be... I think I'm going to put number 6, this most recent one, Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And then I would go... The Last Jedi? Yeah. I like the Last Jedi, but these are kind of interchangeable too for me. Once we start getting into six, seven, eight, okay. nine,
1: that's <laughs> fair. Absolutely, D- it depends on your mood for the day.
0: Exactly, because I really liked um, the Last Jedi. I actually really liked the Last the Last Jedi. There were some moments where I was like, "Okay, you guys could take some of this out," but I really liked it. Um, and then I would probably do.
2: What did I miss here? You miss Clone Wars and um, Phantom Menace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so Clone Wars next and then Phantom Menace is really? last.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Uh Mariano, well, actually we'll save you just because I'm more of a casual. So I'll just go now. Okay. Uh, I guess some more things to be said here. Um, I didn't grow up with these movies, so I really have no attachments and I feel like I don't have maybe some of the emotional, uh, impacts that, that other people had when it came to certain scenes and moments in these movies. I'm going to kind of rank my movies on, the, the the ones that I would more likely watch you know in that order uh the more um the ones that I have more fun watching this is in no way saying like all right my number one is going to be the one I think is the best I'm my number one is going to be the one that I think is more fun and the more likely I, I would watch you know like right now you know if I wanted to throw one on uh if that makes any sense but um you know the uh, here we go right off the bat this is uh very controversial just because it's not one of the original three, uh, Force Awakens. You know, when when that movie came out, I was blown away. I I grew up, man, not grew up, but I enjoy a lot of J.J. J. Abrams movies. You know, um, I didn't have an appreciation for George Lucas growing up because I came onto Star Wars very, very late. So Force Awakens was very much a movie for me. Um, and I had a lot of fun and I already said earlier that I, I love these characters. I love what, uh, it, it gave us and I thought it was a very good, um, melding of the OG characters and the new characters. So I have a lot of fun. And I, I think I watched like two or three times in the theater at, at least, which, you know, some movies I watched twice, but I, I think I did watch it three times in the theater. Um, and also it was, oh, never mind. I was going to say something that was com- a complete lie. I was going to say it's my first Star Wars movie experience, but no, I, I saw the uh, <laughs> uh, episode one, two, and three. I worked at the theater when one came out. So I remember all of that. So after Force Awakens, I would have to probably throw in uh, Empire Strikes Back, A New Hope, and then probably, I would say, Revenge of the Sith, and then Return of the Jedi. And then I think I'm going to go The Rise of uh, Skywalker, then I'm going to go probably The Last Jedi, and then go back to uh, Phantom Menace and Clone Wars.
0: That's fair. Yeah, that's fair yeah that's that makes a lot of sense even uh um especially for uh as you keep saying a casual fan i think those things make sense because even if you don't have an emotional like super emotional attachment to the first three or at least the ones that were released first (laughs) that started the whole thing off i think that just for entertainment's sake your list makes a lot of sense
1: Thanks. Yeah. And um, Rogue One, I agree with you guys. It it would be up there. I don't know if I would put it too, uh, just because you guys brought it up. I might as well too. But I, 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 I too enjoy Rogue One, where I know a lot of people are like, we didn't need this. Well, okay. <laughs> right. I still had fun watching it. You didn't need it, but you sure as hell talk about that scene with Darth Vader at the end. Mm. Right. Mm.
2: We knew the stories. Well, as if you watch, if you grew up watching the original. Star Wars, trilogy, Star Wars trilogy, you know their story of how the heck did they get, you know, you know of they got the, the 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 plans to the Death Star, you know what I mean? You know, you already meet Chewie and Han. How the fuck did they meet? You know what I mean? You only see them already as like a duo of a pilot and his co-pilot, right? Mm-hmm. So, you don't necessarily need those stories, but I like them, you know what I mean? Uh, I like Rogue One more than the Han Solo one, but I still like the idea of but I've been wanting that Han Solo meeting Chewy fucking story for ye- shit since I was a little kid. So <laughs> there's that, you know? Um anyway, yeah, but I, I really enjoyed Rogue One for being, I think, a quality Star Wars film. Anyway, so but I would I would go with my number one is Empire Strikes Backs. I just feel like that's the best one of, of them all. Um uh, for two, I I would say a, a, a new hope only because that was the first time I've seen anything like that. You know, I saw it in the theater as a little kid and I was like, what in the world is happening? You know, and I did the rewatch before watching this and um, before watching Rise of Skywalker and the, the first scene of the Imperial like ship going after Princess Leia's um, and I think it was a, uh, I forget what kind of ship it was, but either way, like that still fucking holds up. It still looks great. So the practical effects they used still, like, man, they were fucking geniuses at doing this kind of stuff. Visually, it was beautiful. Um, so that's my number two. My number three, I will say that I really I did like uh, uh, The Force Awakens. I, I just felt like starting a new story, you know, as far as a trilogy is concerned, they gave us really good characters. So I think that's where that becomes like a fun ride again. You know, we get the Millennium Falcon again you know basically being called a piece of piece of junk right <laughs> you know what i mean good like, line yeah which off screen and you're like oh a piece of junk they're not gonna write and then they're like oh i guess we're gonna have to write the piece of garbage now and i'm like <laughs> oh it's the millennium falcon yeah. what are you talking about right um you know they do meet older han solo and because i knew i knew they got them on but i was like how the hell are they gonna incorporate that right but they did they did a great job doing that um you know bringing leia back you know, so that's for us who like grew up with these. Like, I love that they had the characters still in there. They're still like fighting against basically, you know, those who, you know, you know, who'd like put like the shackles on on all the universe or whatever. But the characters, I think, you know, Ray, Finn, and and Poe, like great characters. You know what I mean? Like, and that I could I could follow them and be behind them. You know, even um, you no, know, Kylo Ren was kind of annoying, but I still get it. I get why, you know. So, that's my number three. Number four, I would put um, Return of the Jedi. Then five, I would put um, The Last Jedi. Then I would put this one, uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Then I would put Revenge of the Sith, Attack of the Clones, and um, Phantom Menace. Only because I did the rewatch again. And to be honest with you, I cannot watch freaking Anakin Skywalker whining (laughs) through the whole fucking trilogy. Holy shit. It was just... I couldn't. I, I was watching it. Down. <laughs> yeah, I was watching going like, oh my God, this is horrible. And it was just, there was some cool stuff because it's Star Wars. You will get your battles. You will get your lightsaber battles. You'll get your one-on-one. You'll get you get to see a little like, you know, Yoda, that's a younger version of Yoda. You know, only like a few hundred years old as opposed to like an extra few hundred years old. I don't know. And, <laughs> you know, you have the, completely the agent of Obi-Wan, who was like possibly in his like maybe 30s, maybe to his 40s, because when he goes to Tatooine like 20, 10 years later, 15 to 20 years later, he's like 75 or whatever. I don't know how that <laughs> math works, but you get some of that, which is cool. You know, you get cool creatures, you get that, but the whole love story and the death of Padme and all that, that was just hot garbage, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to this man who likes this, who's his favorite Sorry to that man. I, I no, I just can't. I can't co sign that. I, and I did a rewatch to be like, let's see, let's see what I see. Oh, no, it was, nah, man. The original, like, and I remember being super excited when they came out because it's Star Wars. You know, we saw that in the theaters. You worked in the theaters, Peter. Yeah. We went to the theaters. It was crazy. Like, it's crazy, bro. Yeah. It Everybody was. was so excited. Yep. And we wanted it to be good. And the thing is, like, we wish it to be good. For instance, today, I want. The, the rise of skywalker to be like great you know what i mean that's what i want that's not you're gonna get it i didn't get that super greatness but that doesn't mean i'm as a fan i don't want it you know and i don't want to shit on something just to shit on it like how especially when it comes to fandom like you know because you get a lot of that in this fandom you know you get a lot of people just being completely negative right off the bat and you're like okay that's fine if you don't enjoy it don't watch it you know what i mean like you obviously, maybe you don't maybe you just wanna just go back and watch the original trilogy if that's the only thing that you feel is pure or whatever. Guess what? There's a made up fucking universe that, that George Lucas put together. George Lucas, not the best freaking director, by the way. So there's that, you know? Anyway, that's my that's my spiel. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: I, I definitely have experienced a, a similar type of fandom with like the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai stuff. You know, oh, believe like, it, dude. Yeah, I had no idea that there was anything like it until that like, Cobra Kai came along. So I can definitely understand it now from the Star Wars uh, perspective of the fans. So, right. Um, okay. I, I, hopefully you guys can gauge whether or not you wanted to uh, stay for the spoilers and the details uh, that will follow after this trailer. What
0: we've done all this time. What are you doing there 3PO? Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Confronting fear—it's the destiny of a Jedi. Your destiny.
1: We're all in this. <laughs> End. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, and we're back. So, if you guys are still listening at this point, either you have seen the movie, want to hear what we have to say, or you don't really care to be spoiled. Which I think at this point, a lot of people don't want to be spoiled, especially with Star Wars stuff. I think I've seen the first initial trailer and nothing else since then. Mm, yeah, I, I, probably, I haven't. I, no articles, no nothing.
2: I saw two trailers before watching the film. Okay, yeah, okay. same. And that's it. That's I was like, I'm not reading anything. I don't want to know nothing. I think,
1: I I think I was, I was really confused with that initial trailer and I was just like, okay, well, I don't want to dive more into it. Obviously, you know, to be spoiled even more. And in my mind, I was like, clearly there's some misdirects here and I'll just wait for when it came out. And, and to be quite honest with you, um, I think like I, I completely forgot that like when it was coming out until like last week when I was in Disneyland walking around Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> like oh damn, yeah the movie is coming out next week isn't it <laughs> it's pretty crazy
0: right i that was like a lot this movie, of fun. Just
2: kind of sneak up sneak up on us it kind of did yeah like it snuck up on me yeah so i'm all like holy shit it's like a week away two weeks away i'm like oh crap okay let me get for my <laughs>
0: me and maybe it's because i'm not online as much anymore but for me i felt like there wasn't as much fervor for this one as there was for not to say that the fans weren't excited but I felt like there was much more hoopla for, you know, when um, we, God, why can't I ever remember the one that we meet Rey and why, what, Force why Awakens. can't I remember? Force Awakens. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because I don't like that title. I don't know. It's not the sexiest um, title, no. No, it, it's kind of, I don't know. It doesn't roll off that. I don't know. There's something
1: about it that title that like I can't. like any of the other stuff. You know, at least you got The Last Jedi and the, you know, The Rise of the Skywalker I mean, right.
2: It should have been called The Force. It's a thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rise of The Force in, I don't know. Right. The, or force, the, the force,
2: force Returns. You know what I don't this know. Is. The thing that yeah. yeah, The Force Returns. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think this film should have been called Chewie Finally Gets His Medal.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Talk about fan <laughs> <Listen>. service. <laughs> Listen. I actually rolled been my been eyes.
2: <laughs> I have been waiting for Chewie to get his fucking medal. Everybody has. Since the end of fucking the first since hour. As since as long 1978, as he's been waiting. 78, Peter, because... Not 77, <laughs> 78, because... In Nicaragua, we're not getting that movie. The same time it comes out everywhere else in the world, we have to wait at least a year. So we have to wait a whole last year to watch the fucking movie. It was on my birthday. So I've been waiting for Chewie to get that for a long time, So all I'm saying. The thing is, too, uh, he still got
0: a little, like, um jacked because – freaking um han and luke got this whole like fanfare and everybody was standing attention to them and yeah, and luke
2: got to wear a badass jacket
0: yeah and they had to wear um a leather like the leather jacket that i kind of still want that han got was i would wearing. fucking
2: wear that um I wear or that. i would wear luke's jacket yeah oh,
0: or was fucking. it luke it was i can't luke. remember but it luke was a butter that. yellow leather jacket that no, was luke man. anyway <laughs>
2: um so what are we doing here come on yeah so anyway point this is, is how, this is how bad fandom happens i'll be like how dare you put that jacket on han solo you know allegra that no, anyways, yeah. Go. Yeah, anyway yeah
0: so anyway um point is he didn't even get freaking fanfare well, like all somebody just handed him the medal he, how
1: about this i mean maz is the one that presented him with that medal right yeah, mm-hmm. General Organa had just passed away. Like, who who would have been a better person to present it to him at a ceremony? You know what I mean? And and the movie is already, like, you know, 223. And, like, do we want to... I mean, and, and, no. and, and also, it's like, it, it's people around the galaxy, right? So how do you coordinate such a thing as well, I guess?
0: Mm. All right. I guess I'll let that slide. No, I look, just look, First feel... of all,
1: th-
2: this is... <laughs> This is basically way too late. Way oh, too right, late. Right. Way too yeah. late. You yeah. know what I mean? He should have gotten a fucking medal at the end of Like episode. a couple
0: movies ago, at least. He should have gotten ago. it
2: when the fanfare was happening already anyway. They yeah. overlooked that. Now they're like, oh, you know what? They're like, here's your medal. Here's your medal. Sorry about that, buddy. You know, it's like, dude. <laughs> it's like... You know, like how they, you know, governments do that shit. They're like, "Oh, my bad. Um, we should have given you a medal. Now you're that right. you're dead, we're gonna give you a posthumous medal right. of honor or whatever because you did a cool thing 40 years ago. But now you're dead. But we're gonna honor you anyway.
0: At least he made it out of the alive. movie alive At because alive. I was about I was going to flip tables if they killed off Chewie.
1: Well, speaking of, know? I did not fall for that. Oh, no. I, because I it was too unceremonious, you know?
2: Correct. I, I was like... I'm like, I didn't see a body. No. Right.
0: Well, I knew that something was up because, um, because I didn't feel emotional towards it, but I didn't put everything together to figure it out. So when the reveal happened, I wasn't super shocked either. You right. know what I mean? First I, of all, none, more none, of, us,
2: none <laughs> of us felt his presence be gone. So... Exactly. That's the force. What, that's We knew that he wasn't dead.
1: Right. Yes, Somebody right. got what you guys are saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the this is my, my criticism of, of this movie. And I don't even think it's that bad, honestly. I, again, I, I think uh, I'm, I'm pretty fair on this movie. Like, I, I, I did quite enjoy it. Um, I felt J.J. Abrams rewatched the old movies, maybe all of them, all, all eight. And um, anytime he had a thought of something, oh, Chewie didn't get his medal. Chewie didn't get his medal. Exclamation point. Boom checkbox right next to that right so when they're filming oh we're gonna check that box off you know they're gonna include everything that the fan service right I I think this movie was full of it you take all that stuff out I think we get a little less eye rolling and maybe just uh, um, more of a fluid story Uh, because there were things that they were throwing in there to pay off later on but I think uh, you know a drop of a line it it you know then it, i think it would be fine like uh, for example i don't know how you guys feel about this because i i actually qu- quite enjoyed the character i'm just like well i i feel a little kind of you know part of my my language here about blue bald you know that we got this character but now like are we ever going to get her again right talking about uh pose uh old flame here i, I forget her uh. name i forgot her name too but yeah you're right about that yeah I like her and I love the fact that they don't need to reveal her face. We see her eyes and you know that's a very uh, uh emotional moment for for those two characters. Even though I'm just like but she was just about to kill him now she wants to bring him a, w- whatever. Whatever movie, you know, that's kind of what I was thinking, but I really did like that character. Uh here we go. Uh Carrie Russell. Look at that. She played yeah, Z- Zori Zori Bliss. We knew. Okay, we knew. I didn't know it was her, that. Yeah. I did yep. not know that. We saw uh, her eyes, dude. We knew who it was. Yeah, the More voice, like, oh, and then wow. when they <laughs> showed her yeah. eyes, and by that, I was like,
0: "Oh, that's Carrie yeah. Russell." And by
2: that, I mean Allegra knew who it was, and yeah. she told me, and I was like, "Oh, you're right. It is Carrie Russell."
1: <laughs> Couldn't even tell. Uh, I, and uh, quite honestly, I was like, "It's probably somebody I don't even know." But yeah, I I know that name uh, absolutely. Um, I would, you know, she she is she the, uh, the 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 OG bounty hunter. Help me out here.
0: Oh, are you talking about? Um... God damn it, Bo- Bo- Damn it! Boba I can't Fett. keep remembering. Boba Fett, thank yeah. you. Yeah,
1: is she the new Boba Fett for this trilogy? Like, we, we saw a glimpse of her, and now we're going to want, like, some story, which we'll get, like, 30 years later.
0: <laughs> Probably. Maybe. Probably. She was pretty cool.
1: I liked it, you know, and, and I loved that exchange at the very end, you know, and this is Oscar oh, Isaac was... acting, the little, like, yes. so, uh, how about that kiss now? And she's like, mm ain't going to happen, buddy. I loved it. Right, right. <laughs>
2: that was, they didn't, it's almost like, they didn't, they didn't say a word, and that was, like, high comedy and you're right very acting you got it you got it dude it was so good it was so good that was a good scene
0: yes i'd like to point out that um the women that they've had you know kind of like guest appearance that's what it is when they do guest appearances i noticed that the women that they've chosen um in these star wars and their uh, star wars offshoots have been women who have played um, other ca- badass characters. Okay. So like for instance Carrie Russell um I remember her most in The Americans most recently and that's a very badass, you know, character. Um she's a Russian spy basically. Uh, and okay. so um you know Gwendolyn Christie though underused. Yes. Brienne of Tarth, you know, another badass character, you know, um I like that even though There was some controversy or like uh, internet controversy, probably in the real world, probably not. But you know, another badass character would be um, my girl. God, dang it! What was her name? What's the actor's name? She played. But it's Ma. It's you know. Ma's oh Lupita Nyong'o. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she played a badass character. Oh, Why
2: well, did I didn't call her Shuri? My bad. Um, she was... Uh, in, oh, Nikita. Yeah, Nikita, right. I was going to call her Cory. I was going to give her every name in the movie. So <laughs> yeah. Give her really all watched. the names. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was an us. Yeah. Right. So I oh, just kind
1: of yes. love
0: that because... Um, and then also it just made me think about, like, if somebody tapped me on the shoulder and was like, hey, you want to be in a Star mm-hmm. Wars movie? I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to point out the women.
1: Now, on, the, on the topic of the, uh, the, the female characters, uh, what do you guys think of the return of Kelly Marie Tran, who plays uh, Rose Tico? You know, the fans really drove her away, you know, from Twitter and social media and were very nasty with her. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting because when when I first saw her, I was like, oh, they're going to incorporate her more and make her more of an actual character. But uh, again, it, it kind of seemed more of a cameo.
2: Yeah, they, they sidelined her. They underused underutilized her they absolutely right. sidelined that whole her. yeah that that whole story for her was like just really it was garbage it was garbage
0: back to your point um peter you kind of stole the words out of my mouth because i feel like jj abrams is not like he just does this with a lot of these kind of huge um uh sci-fi uh fandom stories that he's been doing uh star trek i felt like that um about i felt like that with him too where it was like okay this happened so i'm gonna check this box off since i watched you know uh (laughs) yeah <laughs> you know star trek to the wrath of khan i just watched that so this you know what i mean and so like that part that aspect of his style is a little like jarring for me but um again like i'm not gonna just flip tables and go you know furiously typing away on twitter so
1: <laughs> yeah and, and sometimes when i i felt You know, and and again, I'm not so versed in this universe. And um, I I felt at some point when they felt stuck uh, trying to explain something or how to get to something, they kind of knew something that has been done in the previous movie. And uh, I, I think... For the more hardcore fans who want something different, they're like, "Okay, well, we've seen that, and like with this fandom, i I don't understand people. you guys want something different, and then when you get something different, like the last Jedi, you guys hate it, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then when you guys get something like the force awakens, you're like, "Well, it's too close to the um a new hope like i I don't understand star Wars fans uh um, people are
0: fickle, they're very fickle. I will say um about the last jedi um wait." Is that right? The Last Jedi? That was that was the last, last one, one, yeah. Okay, the yeah.
1: The previous movie. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I'm having a hard time with these names. Um, so there's an aspect of the story that they carried through into this one, too, where they were kind of playing with this idea of Ren and um, Ray having kind of a love affair of sorts or a, an, an attraction, mm-hmm. and that annoyed me a bit. Because people were kind of making it into this love thing. And I think that that's where that was one of the things, the boxes that got checked for J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams. He's like, oh, people really wanted this to happen, I guess. So let me just make it happen in the next movie. And I, but I do like the way he did it in that. Instead of it being like this syrupy kind of lovey-dovey, there was a lot of angst and kind of battling with each other that um, happened. I will say that the the physical battles between um, Ren and Rey were um, a little lackluster to me. Okay. But, um, I mean, beautiful choreography. I always love um, fight choreography. So But good. it just didn't. I didn't feel the intensity that I wanted to feel. And I don't think it had anything to do with the actors. I just think that the maybe it was just the scene itself just didn't do it for me. Every time they tried to put them in these these fights together, I was just kinda like, eh, you know, the one that was that was probably the most kind of emotional was their last fight against each other, which was on the that in that water, like oceany, yeah, like ruckus oceany scene, and that was the one that kind of was like, okay, I'm feeling a little something here. But for the most part, the fights that Ren and Ray were having with each other, the physical fights, I was just kind of like, eh. I liked the moments where they were kind of going into each other's space, Mm -hmm. but not being physically there. I love when they do that. I love when they did that in The Last Jedi. You know, I thought that was a really nice addition to the storytelling. And I like that they kind of carried that through into this one, too.
1: Now, I I don't know if this is a thing. This is something that that crossed my mind. Uh, I felt that maybe somebody, maybe J.J. Abrams was... Hearing all these things, um, these things about people saying, like, oh, man, we are shipping Poe and Finn, you know, things like that. And though that may be something that the fans want, maybe it, it irked him. He's like, no, no, that's not where I was going with, with the first movie. So in this one, we're introduced to, oh, uh, Poe's ex-girlfriend. And then now Finn has a, a woman counterpart that is exactly like him down to the skin color. Like, you know, that is probably nothing, but that is possibly something, but he is now talking to, a young lady here who can uh, sympathize and, uh with him because she's gone through everything that he's gone through. So it's kind of like, no, you guys are wrong because. But the 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 whole the woman storm tro- former stormtrooper that that goes nowhere, right? Because now she's gonna go fly you know the galaxy with Lando. Lando, yeah, right. Um, look, Speaking I'm just glad. <laughs>
2: I'm just glad nobody got pregnant, lost their baby because they died of a fucking heartache. Okay. You know, right, and hey. then then the dark side rises again. I'm just glad that didn't happen this time around. That's all. Right. Yeah. I uh, mean,
0: Lando still still got it. Apparently, he had that smooth. Uh, was it Colt forty five? It was Colt forty five. <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah. Do we do? Did, did we need him back? Was Was he essential? To so story here's check?
0: what I'm gonna say as a true fan and a person who completely loves Billy D. Williams. I used to have a huge crush on him when I was a kid. Um, no, we didn't really need him. He was very much like a uh, plot device. Right. But for the sake of Billy D. Williams, yeah, like you want to have Lando, like yeah. it's kind of, he's like the, the last of the old guard, right? Right. So you kind
2: of want it, to have him. and Chewie that literally yep. the last ones. Yep.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, and even then, I mean, well, did Peter Mayhew pass away after this movie wrapped?
2: I think he did. Because I think he died after Carrie Fisher, right? Right. Yeah. But I don't know exactly when. Maybe not. I don't know if it it was before or after it wrapped. I don't know what to say about this. I just feel like they didn't necessarily hit all the marks they should have. I mean, it is a finishing story. Like, my understanding is this is it for this particular storyline. Right. Granted, there's a lot more Star Wars coming our way. You know, whether it's like, you know, like on on Disney Plus, they had The Mandalorian, which is very entertaining, you know, and down the line, some other stuff. But, uh, you know, I... Getting Palpatine back, I don't know. I guess you I was know, gonna I go there. That was like, you was think like about another that? thing. I was like, uh, we didn't need him. I mean, they did get rid of Snoke last, or it's a stroke. Snoke, Snoke, Snoke. Snoke. <laughs> Snoke. Last time, I the the okay. This is what I want to want to see. I want to see, you know, we get the the uh, fighter fighter scenes. You know, like uh, the dogfights in the air. I want to see lightsaber battles. I want to see the Force being used. I want to see badass women. I want to see all these. There's a lot of things I want to see that they give us in these these three. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm okay. I'm happy with that. But I think where it runs thin is trying to figure out who would be the antagonist. Like why why be the antagonist? Now now Kylo Ren is actually a pretty good antagonist, but he's just a piece of the puzzle. Who's really behind all that? Because he's not the one that's running the whole thing. So then I think that's where they get a little thin with. Well, we'll just bring Palpatine back, you know, because. Snoke is gone, and so we're gonna, he's gonna have this crazy thing where you know what? He's gonna go. He's coming out of like the Sith Ether world, and he's gonna come back with a shitload of fucking destroyers. It's, trust me on this. Don't worry, it's gonna work. So, so see, is that, that
1: and that's kind of what I meant about like uh again, I don't know if I'm mis- uh, misusing the you know the phrase collateral damage, but like I I feel the way Ryan Johnson did the Last Jedi. Um, I think, you know, the, the powers that be were like, dude, what, what direction are you, are you taking this? Because this isn't what we had envisioned or whatever. And so it's was like, all right, let's, let's throw JJ Amers back in there. And so now he has to kind of scramble and, you know, take a lot of shorthands, um, like fan servicing to kind of complete this, you know what I mean? And, you know, there's a lot of pressure. So... You know, I'm here joking about like, yeah, he's probably, uh, you know, creating a, a checklist and ticking them off as he goes. But did you guys think that, that maybe he was under that pressure because of what happened with the last movie? Like Palpatine, it's like, well, he killed off Snoke. Where are we supposed to go with this? Cause I still don't know really if DJ Abrams really knew whose, um, raised parents were. Right. Right. You know, because and I, I
0: was. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: I was just gonna say that that was like the the biggest mystery for a, a a lot of times. So I don't know if anybody ever guessed Palpatine. So when it was introduced here, I go, okay, that's interesting. And and my first thought immediately was like, I wonder what are the people gonna think about Palpatine coming back? Like, wait a minute, now why is he back? Because he should be dead. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if anybody was like, yes, Palpatine. But, um, bringing him <laughs> um, in and making her his granddaughter, I thought it was interesting because, like, all, all we have seen are people being seduced by the dark side. Here we have somebody is from a lineage from the dark side who's fighting against that to remain good. And then also Kylo Ren, who was seduced and see, so his turn, I didn't really like that. Harrison Ford was a complete surprise to me. I'm sure people were like, oh, I knew that was coming kind of thing because it's like the last of the trilogy, right? The last installment. So we maybe had to see Harrison Ford back. But the way things have been going in real life and then like watching the movie, seeing Carrie Fisher on screen and anytime I see her, I'm like, well, what, what part did they Take this out of from the Force Awakens or the Last Jedi or Um what part was CGI? All of that was going through my mind, and then when Chewie, quote unquote, died the first time, I'm thinking, oh man, that's right, Peter Mayhew died. So when Harrison Ford shows up, my immediately thought was like, how didn't he just die? But no, that was Han Solo, right? So I was right. confused when I saw Harrison Ford uh show up in that. Um, that's like a vision. Vision of him, right? Yeah. Um, I, again, that to me, I was just like, oh, fan service. Like, I, I don't know if we needed him. I
2: will say that I liked Ren, uh, not Ren, Ren, but Ray being the granddaughter of Palpatine. I actually liked that. I liked that twist. That was actually dope. If they were thinking that along the lines, like, fine. It didn't necessarily mean that Palpatine had to come back, but whatevs. You know, I do like that that was, was the thing. Um, I did like the scene with, with Han Solo. I was like wondering, like, man, why are we doing this? But at the same time, I like that it was, were, you know, beat for beat with the co- same conversation they had on uh, the Force Awakens, but the context is different. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like that he's still battling he, the whole time. He's really this is why he's like, you know, has anger management problems. It's because he's still fighting whatever light is in there, even though he's giving himself to the dark side. So there's that whole ordeal, but having the same conversation even with. You know Han putting his hand on his on his face the same way it was like it was beat for beat the same scene but different context so I really I did like that and okay. if you're gonna go to that side I'll, I'll I'll appreciate that I'll take that you know
0: well um, I like that scene too just because I love the kind of emotional feeling that was attached to that, where he was so, in, uh, he as in um Kylo Ren was so kind of distraught and confused that he just called back his father, you know, which was. I felt like one of his bigger regrets, even though he f- he felt going to the dark side that that was the thing he needed to do. But there was also this tinge of regret for him. So that was like the first thing to call back in his moment of confusion and trying to figure out what the right thing to do is. So I really liked that moment together. And yes, Mariano, I agree with you. It was very beat for beat, like ex- almost exactly what they said to each other before he killed him, right? Um, the Palpatine thing. So here's how I feel about it. Like I didn't necessarily need it, but the, the, I guess the nostalgia part of it is my first introduction was who the hell is this Darth Vader dude? Like the way it was super, um, it was super innovative to introduce a story in the middle of a story, right? Mm -hmm. And then everybody gets drawn to that, like, who's Darth Vader? Oh my God. And then when we get to the Emperor, who's worse than Darth Vader in in a lot of ways, um, it evokes that kind of feeling that I felt when I first met the Emperor, right? And so there's still a little twinge of that when I see palpatine in this movie you know there's still a little twinge of god damn it the emperor like what the fuck he's so like so much you know and i love the the idea that you know ray was um his granddaughter but i was also okay with the idea of us not knowing where ray came from you know what i mean like i was completely fine with that um I just like the idea of there's just random Jedi out there that you may never know because they they're the result of war, you know, of civil war. I like that. I
1: like that a lot. And, you know, to to what you're saying, I I feel that's why like the fans didn't like the fact that she was a nobody because now the force isn't as special. But I, I like your explanation. Like. Well shit, you know, he came from somewhere. It is not just because she's a nobody, but we're fine with her being mysterious and and not knowing exactly who she is. And maybe that makes more uh, make it more effective at the end when she chooses to be a Skywalker, you know, rather right. than maybe choosing it just so she's not a Palpatine.
0: Right. And Palpatine's a bad word pretty much. Like <laughs> you don't want that.
1: He's like Voldemort. On you. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, cause people are already talking about her. Um, I think my first clue, I, I feel that was the first clue that, that, that she was, uh, at least related to him was when she made that ship explode with the lightning fingers. So I was like, I was like, that, that, that reminds me of Palpatine. And so when that reveal came, I was just like, huh, okay. So he's back. Okay. That's weird. Um, I like that we got the, uh, I have a bad feeling about this, right? From Lando. Yeah. We got that. I think there's a new, what are these called, like Star Wars tropes, right? I think there's a new one per trilogy now. Not every movie, but per trilogy. So in every three movies, at one point, C-3PO has to have his mind wiped.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: Or am I wrong on that? Um, No, I think you're right. It happened in Revenge of the Sith, right? I feel like... And then it okay. happened in this one, so that's three and nine. Did it happen in the original trilogy or no?
0: Well, here's the thing that happened to CP three O in the original trilogy. He got blasted.
2: We got dismantled.
0: He got super blasted and Chewie spent half the movie in Empire Strikes back putting him <laughs> together.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. He had him in his backpack pretty much. Yeah.
0: Uh, But no mind wipe that I can remember, but definitely something always has to happen to CP3O
2: and to R2-D2. R2-D2 always
0: has to get hit and scream.
2: (laughs) Some droid cursed at him. Right. In, uh, you know, (laughs) CP3PO. Right, right, right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think
1: that's pretty much what I got, you guys. I don't know what else uh, I've come up with at this point.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty done.
1: I, I, after, uh, you know, talking about it with you guys, I I don't think I'm going to watch this movie until I watch Force Awakens and The Last Jedi again in sequential order. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah.
2: probably a good idea because I did, I did that. And, I'm I, I, you know, I appreciate this movie for what it is. And I I wasn't really mad at, like, The Force— I mean, not The Force Awakens, but The Last Jedi either, by the way. I I kind of liked it. I own I think, it. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it, yeah. that with any of these, is like— there are going to be a couple of lag times just because of the length of the film. Right. Because there's so much story they're trying to tell, you know, and there's so many characters, you know, more so than even the original trilogy, which really had the main four, you know what I mean? Right. Right. And then the droids, which are characters unto them themselves. So that was, you know, um, I, I like, I mean, I like this film. I like this trilogy. I'll watch it again. You know,
0: the one thing I do want to mention because people, There was debate in The Last Jedi about um, Leia and how she uh, got blasted and then forced her way back into the ship. And Mm -hmm. then we see in this movie that they gave a little bit of background about how she built up her um, skill within the force. I really like that. Oh, I really yeah. like that they were giving Leia a little bit more because up until this point, we always saw Leia as Princess Leia. And yeah, she's a badass. She was always out there in the mix with the guys. But we never really got the this, this sense that she was truly the twin of Luke. You know what I mean? Right. Like his equal, yeah.
1: Yeah. Or, so, or better, yeah
0: exactly so i loved that they gave leia a little bit of backstory and i actually super got choked up when she'd passed you know i was like i really loved the way they did that i love that scene i love when she said ben and he caught it and i was like ah shit yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah. the lightsaber that was pretty cool yeah i love that
2: whole moment it's interesting that like you were saying peter how um or somebody was saying how they want Rey to have some kind of lineage because how can she have the Force and not have any lineage, right? Right. But here you have Princess Leia, who's the granddaughter, like the daughter of Darth Vader, but somehow it's a problem that she has the Force or right. that she has power within the Force, right? Or is able yeah. to utilize it. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous if you're going to go down that line. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I I do appreciate that. I, I really. Think they did her a service. I think uh, that was fan service, but it was good as far as like the service for that character.
0: And then go. I really lost it when Chewie found out oh, yeah, that Leia that... died. Oh man. I yeah. lost it. That was really good.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Chewie yeah.
0: was going for his Oscar moment there, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he got the medal for it uh, at the end right? of the movie. Yeah, he got the award. Um, I guess well, one last thing, and and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Uh, I. I, I, one, one thing that I would have preferred because of the, the, the runtime. I hear this on a lot of different podcasts where they're like, well, if it's longer than like Star Wars, it's too long, you know, because uh, people, um, really hold episodes four and five to a high regard. And both of those are under two hours and they're, you know, near perfect movies, if not perfect, you know, to some people. Then then it's too long. So this is over. I'm thinking maybe it is a thing in the previous movies where they're always running into obstacles that they have to get around in order to complete the mission. Why couldn't these people just be capable enough that they don't run into those or get themselves into those predicaments? Predicaments. Thank you. Um because like later on then we get the little speech from Leia, you know, what made us special originally was because like of our love and and uh, we had each other kind of thing. Like, well, they, they've already had that. Yes, they had to learn it. But I don't know if they learned anything going on these other side missions to get what they needed to get in order to get to point B. Right. You know what I mean? So maybe if they kind of like just got rid of some of that stuff again, um, give us some drop lines of some things and just having them being very capable people. Yeah. You know, and just needing the extra bodies and just figure out how to get all of those people instead rather than just introducing us and saying, hey. Remember this face, because they'll be right back. You know, right. <laughs> that's pretty no, much I, it.
0: I can see that. I can definitely see and and agree with that. You know that there was and and the idea that you have to kind of almost verbatim because Leia when um, Ray was leaving, Leia in the middle of the training, which we've mm-hmm. seen that a, a multiple um, multiple times. It was almost same length, like, same exact words that Leia was saying to Ray that freaking um Yoda said to Luke that you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was kind of like, Okay, guys, you know, we get it. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: All right well I I think you know um it's safe to say that we we all enjoyed it and and recommend it um I definitely do want to watch this again and over the time I think Last Jedi has grown on me uh, I don't know if I've seen it any more than like 3 times total but still I remember the the initial watch in the theater and I walked out of it I go man what was that about you know, and I just I, it, it was one of those that I just needed to um, grow on me because if you guys remember uh, when I was still doing We Got Five with Devin, we immediately did 10 things we did not like about The Last Jedi. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, we got five. So yep. um, we were pretty much down on that movie. But over time, it kind of grew on me. I was at the Best Buy during Black Friday. I go, All right, hey, worth eight bucks on Blu-ray. I'll get it. Right. And I think I only right. watched it once and, since then. But uh, after watching this, I, I want to see the wheels turning, you know, I kind of want to watch it and, and see how it all kind of comes together. And and, and maybe it, it might change my perspective on the rise of Skywalker, who knows, but I, I didn't do any kind of rewatch. So I'm glad you guys did come on and, and have the the rewatch and, and having seen these things a little bit more fresh to me. I, I think that's uh, some pretty good uh, perspectives there.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: All right. So Allegra, where can listeners find you on social media? If uh, they, if you said something that they want to continue this, the, the discussion on.
0: Yeah. Um, so I am on Twitter at color and hit the underscore and it's history of. So that's color underscore history of. Yes, um, I love Star Wars and I actually love Star Trek too. That's kind of sacrilege. Most people are like, <laughs> one or the other, pick a side, you know. <laughs> but um yeah, if you want to talk Star Wars with me, I would love that. Color underscore history of on Twitter.
2: All right, and Mariano. I am uh, on Twitter at Papa Elefante. That's at P-A-P-A-E-L-E-F-A-N-T-E.
1: All right, and for me, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Podstalgic. I mentioned another fandom earlier. If you guys are interested and have not already heard about it, Cobra Kai Companion, Companions Built with a K, is another podcast that I do do. And at the time of this recording, I have recorded 39 interviews with cast members from the show and the Karate Kid movies. Uh, So check it out if you're interested in hearing more behind-the-scene tidbits from those stars. And, uh, you know, episode reviews and fun other bonus uh, episode too. So it really is a companion podcast to the show. Uh, So thanks everyone for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.
0: Bye. After all these days, every starving place, every dream we ever hope to see.